Hello, this is Christiane Piano, and welcome to your Reset Reflections. Today's reflection is on endings. So if we think of endings in general, the first question I would ask you to ask yourself is, what is your relationship to endings? And if you take a moment, take a piece of pen and paper and jot down what your opinion is. What is your relationship? Like, dislike. And if you don't have pen and paper available and you're not able to sit down anywhere, if you're out walking or traveling somewhere, just take a moment, pause, think about what is my relationship to endings? Now, it is impossible to answer that question if I don't give you a context. Because the context will greatly determine your relationship to endings. And your experience of the context will determine your relationship to endings. So let me give some examples. So like today, we have a year's end. We have days ends. We have the weeks that end. We have an end of a meal, end of a song, end of a project, end of a season, end of a flight. End of a conversation. End of a relationship. End of a career. End of a holiday. Just some different examples of endings. And depending on your relationship, Two endings greatly influences your experience in the flow of life. Why do I say that? Well, if we look at nature, we look at waves. A wave has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And if the wave never ends, a new wave won't form. And so there's a direct correlation in the relationship of endings with beginnings. And when we don't want something to end, we don't allow the space for a new beginning. So you may want to take a moment and ask yourself, where am I not allowing for a natural ending to unfold? What area of my life am I not allowing for an ending to unfold? When we don't allow for endings to naturally unfold, 
we don't allow for beginnings. They're directly interconnected. Now this can become really, really challenging, especially in the sphere of relationship to self, as well as to other. So let's start with self, because these reflections are always tied to your growth process. So you are an expression of life. And you have a relationship to yourself. You have a relationship to who you know yourself to be. And within that, there are patterns. Patterns that form for all sorts of reasons, but there are patterns. They're cyclical. And one of the patterns is who you know yourself to be. And when you don't allow who, yourself, who you know yourself to be to come to an end because you've grown out of it, you've grown out of the identity, you've grown out of the role, you've grown out of the expression. It's like trying to force yourself into a pair of jeans that just don't fit anymore. When you're a child and you grow and your t-shirt doesn't fit anymore, you don't try and stuff yourself into it. You either give it away or you pack it away as memorabilia. But you naturally allow yourself to grow. But something happens where that process can get interrupted. And we get stuck in versions of ourselves that we've naturally outgrown. And we don't allow it to come to an end. And when that happens, then things get heavy. Life feels like a struggle. And releasing who you think you know yourself to be to allow the evolution of who you are now takes a great deal of courage. And it's extremely freeing. And then until you can learn to do this with yourself, you won't be able to do it with other people. When it comes to relationship with others, sometimes relationships come to an end. And it doesn't mean it's a failure. It doesn't mean anything at all. It's a natural process. But there is an association with the end of a relationship that something bad must have happened. The end of a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that the person is no longer in your life. It means that the expression of the relationship has come to an end 
And when there's clear communication in each individual in that relationship, is taking time to develop themselves, then the possibility of recognizing in a conversation together, which can be quite painful, that the expression of the relationship, as you have known it, has come to an end. And can we cultivate a space to allow the relationship to take on its new expression. Whatever that may look like. Because in the end, we're either boxing ourselves up, we're boxing our lives up, and we're boxing the people in our lives. But when we allow for endings to naturally occur, we create room and space for the birth of whatever's next. So perhaps take some time at the end of each day, at the end of each week, anywhere you are struggling with allowing for something to end. Ask yourself, what is it I'm not allowing to end? And where is that sucking the life out of my life? What does it take to keep something alive that is no longer alive? It takes a lot of energy. What would happen wherever I'm challenged I always suggest it's a good place to start with the self. Practice it on yourself. No rush. No pressure. Lots of compassion, lots of love, and lots of support. Suspending judgment. Suspending belief systems. Suspending expectations from within or from without. And give yourself permission to recognize wherever you're clinging to not allowing an ending to unfold. And sometimes in just recognizing where that area is will then give you the possibility to begin to allow for an ending to unfold and to embrace that journey, to recognize it, to come to completion. And then you'll be in the waiting space as you go about living your life greatly aware that you're in a fertile place for new beginnings. I do hope that you take this on for yourself. Giving yourself permission to navigate life 
from a place of natural flow, ebb and flow. If any of this resonated with you, I look forward to hearing from you and hearing about how. If you'd like to share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with, please do. And if you'd like to follow this podcast, it helps others gain access to it as well. So this is the end of this week's reflection. And I wish you well.